0: What you doing? I'm the AC, and this is Alcohol Anime! Woo! Okay, this is another one that's gonna be a little special. Uh, well, first off, this is gonna be another one that's just gonna be me. Uh, even though I didn't see this movie alone, uh, I'm talking about alone because of the unique circumstance. You know? So, this is the second movie that I'm doing a podcast on that I went and saw in theaters. I am gonna be talking about Jujutsu Kaisen Zero. Uh it's, I went and saw it in theaters with Blue, who uh, has been on my podcast before. But just because being busy and whatever, I decided to just go ahead and do this podcast myself and not bother anyone. Because I don't want to forget too much about it before I do. Because by this point, it has been a couple weeks. Uh, I wanted to put the podcast out uh, right after the movie in it was out in theater out of theaters or whatever i didn't that way people have a chance to go watch it i don't know if that's the kind of strategy that actually works out or i should be taking with this i feel like uh a podcast would be kind of like almost advertising for the film but you know me talk about it get people interested in it in case they haven't seen it then go do it but since this is also a very spoily kind of podcast, I'm going to talk about pretty much everything I can think of. Uh, I was like, eh, I'll let people watch it first. That way, they I don't spoil anything for them, I guess. But um, before I actually go and start talking about all the movies, yes, because this is alcohol and anime, I'm going to talk about my alcoholic choice for this uh, that I'm drinking right now because of course going and seeing the movie since it was in theaters and our theater doesn't have a bar inside uh, I also had a drive so uh, no drinking while watching the film even though I, of course always wish I could that's why I miss uh, have, living in a city with buses on that so I could go get drunk watch the film get more drunk and then take a bus home or an uber i could still done that but uh that's more expensive uh so yeah i couldn't drink while watching the film uh probably should have just came right back home drank a lot more and then did the podcast but i don't know i didn't do that instead i'm doing it a couple weeks later and drinking i started drinking just before i started recording a little bit uh but I do have a very unique and uh, somewhat original drink that I picked for this one. in my thinking for what I should drink for this film, at first I was wanting to focus on the zero. And I was like, okay, let's see. Get some drinks. And I was like, um, mm, You know, there's like these beer seltzers that are like zero sugar, zero blah, 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 blah. And I am like, yeah, I don't want to really do that. And that's kind of lame. This is a really cool movie. I want something that's going to be really cool to drink. But nothing really. I could not really think of anything that had to do with zero. So then I was like, hmm. Normally, when I watch these films or whatever, I don't know enough about the film to make a good guess I want to drink. But I've already seen this one, so I can make my drink based on what I already knew. So I wanted to drink something that kind of encapsulated. Is that the, is that the word? Uh, that could really represent Utah and Rika. So, while I'm drinking, and this is just me going, looking at whatever I have, and trying to think of something... Uh, I didn't even look anything up. I did, could have looked up Jujutsu Kaisen-themed drinks. Didn't do that. Well, instead, getting to the point, you're trying to, I'm drinking Miss Call, Kungasano, uh, and, uh, Frangelica. And, hmm, I'm thinking behind this, and it's really weird. I was skeptical at first. It was okay. Um, you two, Enrica, you know, you have this kind con- of they're both kind of really they're both really strong characters as you get through the movie uh they're both really strong you don't really know why um but they're also sweet they're just kids and, and of course like rita loves yuta yuta love rika and so they're sweet together i was like mm, kind of get this sweet taste in liqueur with this really strong really strong flavor of mescal i was like Oh, what if I mix them together? It'll be kind of a duality. It'll be two of them, you know. Uh, and since they're both kind of similar characters, in a way, and besides one being dead and one being alive, I was like, hmm. I, both of these drinks represents both of them, but there's two of them. And, I was like, and coming into one, it's like a whole web of me trying to say why this is going to be a good drink to fit. While I record this podcast, and that is the excuse I came up with. Uh, but when I picked the two of them originally, it was zero thought. So th- that can that can be where the zero comes in, maybe. I don't know. I have a dumb way of thinking, but I do think it makes sense in my head. I don't know if it makes sense to you. You can let me know if you also understand anything I'm trying to say. But yeah, Miss Call and Frangelico. Uh, I was really skeptical of it. After I decided this, uh, I did look at it. I was like, is this even safe? Is this a safe thing to drink? Because I was not scared. I was a little intimidated. Because, I mean, of course, I've drank both of them before, but they're so different. I was skeptical of if they would even be good. And all I looked for is like, is it okay to drink, to mix Moscow and Frangelico? And uh, one of the things is like, yeah, one thing that goes well with Frangelico is mixing it with tequila. I was like, okay. I guess that's close enough so yeah I mixed it and big reveal holy shit is it surprisingly good and just I don't know how to explain it like it tastes somehow it tastes perfectly like both of them are in there and yet like you can't notice them it really tastes like it doesn't taste like they're separate. But definitely, you can definitely taste both of them. I don't know. This is—it's it's almost mind-boggling how good it is. I, I put it a little—I took, put two pieces of ice in it just to get it a little cooler, and because you know the two of them, two of the drinks, blah blah blah. Uh, wow! It's just—I am—I um, was blown away, honestly, because it's a still a really strong drink. You see, get that initial sweetness, and then the mascal comes up afterwards, and it's just like, whoa! Really, it would probably be a great uh, drink to take a shot of, and that's what I thought about doing originally, but I wanted to, I just wanted to have a nice drink to sip, and normally, I normally sip both of them anyways. I don't, I'm not really, do I take shots of tequila? I don't really even take shots of tequila either. Yeah, I mainly sip. I don't take much shots of stuff anymore anyways, but yeah, I sip a lot. Mm, even tequila back in the day. Uh, still slip it. what do I take shots of? Uh, I take shots of rum, usually, if I take shots of anything. Or sometimes, when I'm drinking for other people, they want to take shots of whiskey. Don't, not, sometimes I t- if somebody I'm with really wants to take a shot of tequila, I do that, and that's the only time really. Normally, yeah, sip and drink. So I sip them on both of them. I haven't thought of a name. I thought I would just name it, uh, Rika, oh, Rika Yuta, uh, a Ah, yeah, that works. A one word, but the Y and the R both still individually capitalized, but still uterica. Hmm. But, of course, I don't think this is like a completely new thing. I didn't even look up if it's a, actually a real drink already. I guess I could, but I'm not going to. I'm going to let myself, at least for the f- sake of this podcast, let myself believe it's a completely original thing, which I don't do for some reason on here. I've talked about um, original kind of drinks to represent characters and stuff I haven't made them though not myself I guess this' is the first one so tarika or uta Enrica I like a tarika that one I feel like rolls off the tongue better a tarika um but yeah it also goes in you know, fact you know of course Rika's dead and whatever and uh this called being this kind of strong and that intimidating part but there was another I think it's tequila I was wanting to get the kind of tequila bottles that is just a skull like a glass skull and but those are expensive I didn't want to get that just for this and it not completely fit because I don't know it doesn't yeah like it kind of the same idea but I wanted something at least I'm a little more creative because let's be fair I'm not the most creative when I'm doing these drinks but at least I'll try So, that's what I'm drinking for today. That's my one creation, my Yuta Maybe I'll come up with something else in future podcasts. But, I guess I can, oof, talk. I want to talk a little bit about drinks for other characters that are in here. Um, so, we have the original series. Second years are now first years. And, I don't, hmm, 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 hmm. I'm not exactly sure how to make drinks for all of them. But I do want to at least mention uh, Toge Inumaki. though Since he just says like sushi ingredients and stuff like that, if there was ever a drink I would make for him, it would have to be something fishy. Like I know that sounds gross, but I'm sure it can easily be pulled off something fish-like I don't know. I don't know what to do it. somebody out there who's gonna be a genius mixologist could make some kind of fish like drink that would be great. And that would definitely go for okay Panda I don't know, I feel like panda's typically seen as Chinese, some kinda of Chinese liquor mixed uh something strong because panda's strong. Uh but it, I, don't I don't really know anything about Chinese liquors, so I'm just gonna say uh, broadly some kind of Chinese liquor, maybe mixed with something um, else, and then hmm, I'm trying to think of Maki. Uh, oh, it'll probably be me, but not even an alcoholic drink uh, or something, for, because you know Maki uh, can't even like see things without <laughs> her glasses I'm pretty sure that's how it goes or whatever um doesn't really have powers mainly just fights with you know weapons that are already uh, have this cursed spirit whatever in them <clears> hmm <throat> so hmm this is what it would be it would be just a normal nice drink something strong tasting but a non-alcoholic drink, but then um, you (laughs) take a shot afterwards. So you take the actual drink and then you take a quick little shot of alcohol to make up for it. That would kind of be like her is the non-alcoholic drink and then the shot immediately after, chase with the shot would be like her weapons or glasses, other stuff that lets her do her uh then uh, gojo hmm <laughs> well i will there's a kind of i think it's there's a type of moonshine it's called like white lightning and just mainly because it's uh, for a couple jokes mainly because it's hair you know white and it reminds me of that and then you know he keeps his eye covered and then you know it'll be like uh, they, I've heard things like if you're drinking bad moonshine, it can make you go blind, stuff like that. And so that is, that's kind of the joke there. Uh, or you could just be blindfolded while you take a shot of this moonshine. The other thing that I'm, uh, more skeptical on that reasoning though, is because then that just reminds me of Kakashi, and he literally uses lightning, uh, too. So, that would be a lot more fitting joke for him. And then, Ghetto would be... Uh, i would say a bunch of different little shots it can be all mixed together or you take them back to back i think just a, sm- a bunch of small little shooters uh and that can just be mixed into uh, another you know another tall drink a liquor of your choice mainly just a bunch of little little additive things that you could little itty bitty shooters then go along with it you take them individually or all together just mix up you know cuz he uses like all these other cursed spirits and stuff like that under his control so that's roughly my idea uh one day i might actually put out this book of alcoholic drinks for characters so i feel like i would have to try it try these drinks first make sure and not just have like these rough vague ideas uh and actually get good at this i actually need to put a lot more work into thinking about my drinks for this and actually start making my own stuff aside from this uterica because it's good it worked out even if i was a little scared to date it by it worked out Uh, uh, uh. smells strong too you get more of the french uncle taste you get a lot of the misca smell okay so that'll be it for the alcohol talking about um because i do got plenty to say not even so much about the plot i feel like the plot of the movie is pretty straightforward good entertaining really actioning uh really definitely worth seeing um but i feel like there's so much other stuff revolving around just talking about the movie in general uh, about creation when it came out how it came out all this stuff because it's it, yeah it's just a little interesting it's not typical for any kind of film or even a manga that it came from so i'm going first off just talking about the actual film and its origins It's based off a different series. Okay, so of course it's based off like Jujutsu Kaisen. But Jujutsu Kaisen is actually a sequel to the original manga that was called Tokyo Metropolitan Curse Technique School, uh, which I guess is later just retitled Jujutsu Kaisen. Uh, Yeah, this originally came out in. 2017. It was short, one volume, uh, and then what everyone knows today as Jujutsu Kaisen, that manga started after this. So yeah, technically, uh, Jujutsu Kaisen's a sequel, meaning J- Jujutsu Kaisen Zero is not a prequel. It's it was the main starting point of all of this. Weird. It's a weird way to do this, but of course, as a film. Or as the anime adaption. It started with Jujutsu Kaisen. And then the release of Jujutsu Kaisen 0. The film as a prequel. Because Yuta is supposed to come back. Eventually in this next season. Or something like that. Uh, yeah and it all makes sense. I can see. Usually I'm like. ah, oh, They should have just stuck with doing it. How it should have been. But no. I actually for once. See why they would have done this as a movie. Because. Uh, one volume it isn't really that much. I haven't been able to read it yet. I'm going to have to eventually look for it I guess. But actually, hasn't come out? Oh yeah, the that volume manga did come out in English in the beginning of 2021. January 5th, 2021. Only four chapters, so yeah, really short. So it's, I don't know, I guess it was never intended for this to go on in Jujutsu Kaisen. It just did. Or maybe it was all planned like this at the beginning. I don't know exactly what uh, Akutami's was plan was when he did all this. But what's really cool how it all turned out. And apparently the film, of course, because there's you know, not a lot to go on, uh, added more to it, which you normally also don't see. Because the film was only a little over an hour and a half long. So, yeah... There was a lot to come of course I'm one who's always like oh, a movie shouldn't be two hours but if they only had that much source material to go with I guess uh, an hour a little over an hour and a half is okay it was 105 minutes so yeah that's like an hour and 40 minutes right yeah hour and 45 minutes yeah that works out okay that's understandable and it's not too far off it's still longer than other anime films that have came out recently so, I'm fine with that. But yeah. So, the film came out uh, in Japan originally, uh, December 2021, and it finally came out in the U.S., and when I got to see it in theaters on March 18th, 2022, but I saw it on March 17th, 2022, because they keep saying these release dates and then a lot of theaters get it the night before anyway so yeah i saw it technically the night before it was supposed to be released but i don't think that's anything special i think a lot of theaters are doing that i live currently in a not a huge town that i'm even surprised to even see this any anime films coming through La, i had a or i don't know if i had to but i doubted it so much even when i went and saw the new my hero academia movie i went i drove like or rode an hour to a much larger city because I didn't think Mom was going to have it. Turns out it did. Uh, I didn't even bother looking enough to see if it would be because I just doubted it. Of course, uh, I miss living in Hawaii and I don't have to doubt any of that and I can be sure they're going to be there but those are packed and those sell out and that was awesome. Of course, me living in a much smaller city now, they're not that packed anymore. But also it ran for a couple weeks It wasn't even a one time showing So that's awesome that they're doing that in the US Now even in these small towns, I thought if anything it will be like one of those two showing kind of deals So I'm pretty sure it lasted for a couple weeks And that's kind of why I waited so long to even record this That and procrastination and all that kind of stuff So yeah it was cool Really worth going to see in the theaters. theaters uh, Blue thought about going to see it again I should have probably got blue on this podcast So that's fine he's busy Uh, I don't want to bug him too much with this, and it gives me more time to just figure out when to record it myself, whatever. So yeah, it's kind of a unique uh, releasing for this film, Mm. because prequel anime film for the anime, but the base, the beginning source not a prequel, for Jujutsu Kaisen, which is the sequel manga of the other one. I'm probably, I don't know how well I'm explaining that. You could probably look it up, too, when you want to go and see all that. But, yeah, it's just really cool. Apparently, uh, of course, they didn't do this at my theater. Um, They did when I went to go see My Hero Academia in a different city, but they gave out little booklets, uh, little Jujutsu Kaisen number... 0.5 0.5 Tokyo Prefectural Jujutsu High School booklet, uh, I don't know if that was in the US or if it was just Japan, would've been really cool. I have two of the My Hero Academia booklets, because uh, I got one I went, and then somebody else gave me theirs, so. but it would've been cool if I could've got that, but I didn't. So yeah, that's uh, my theater experience, typical theater experience, pretty cool. Uh, I don't think anything uniquely weird or anything happened. Just showed up. Uh, it was actually three of us, but <clears throat> yeah, that was pretty much it for actual info on it. Really cool and whatnot. So now we get to me reviewing the plot, let's say that. Uh, going into details on what I thought is cool, uh, warning. If you have not seen this, if you plan on seeing it and you don't want any spoilers, I'm going to spoil everything. I want to talk about it as much as I can. Normally I forget to say this little spoiler warning and tell them about like halfway through the podcast. But I'm remembering from once this time. Maybe it's because I have not been drinking as much as fast since I am drinking only while recording. Since I had to watch the film a few weeks ago. Uh, uh, uh. Oh, that is so weird and good. Wow. kind of want to try to get other people to drink this. Hey, if you for some reason have a bottle of mezcal con gusano, I don't think I uh, explained that. You don't know what that is? Uh, th- that's kind of the mezcal that has the worm in the bottom of it, so I'm going to, uh, eventually, once I drink, I don't drink a whole lot of it all at once, but eventually I'm going to get down and drink that worm. I don't, I don't know about it, but yeah, if you had this mezcal and yeah, frangelico. I recommend it. I know I'm supposed to be away f- from alcohol talk. I actually do think that alcohol starting to get to me, so I should move on. But yeah, let's talk about what actually happens in this movie. Uh, I gave you a spoiler warning, so you've been warned. Um, hmm. I don't know how I am want to get into it. I've already talked a lot. I already kind of mentioned some of the big points. but didn't put too much emphasis on them. But pretty much it revolves around Utah. Who is. Uh, who gets bullied a lot. And. Because he's kind of like. One of these like. Like. I don't want to say wimpy. He's seen, he looks to be like one of these wimpy. Like. Doesn't stand up for himself. Kind of characters. But he's possessed by Rika. Uh, who asks kids. Small kids. Like. Promise to marry each other or whatever. But then Rika dies. Gets. Hit by like. A car. Is that right? I'm pretty sure she gets hit by her car. She gets... She has a good old meeting with Trunk Kun. uh, Like, always happens. I don't... Does... People get hit by cars this often in Japan in real life? I don't remember. I'm pretty sure that's how she gets killed. Uh, Yeah. Wait. Yeah. I don't remember. Anyways. Yeah. She gets hit right in front of him. And, like... He thinks uh, because of Rika and his love, Rika possessed Yuta and just haunting him for some reason. Uh, But she protects him. And you even get open to seeing people like bullying him. And Rika uh, attacks him, protects him. But even though it looks like all of them should have been dead, I'm pretty sure they say like they didn't die, they're just very badly injured. But yeah, still, um, Yuta doesn't know how to control Rika. She protects him, just like, uh, you know, a very overprotective, jealous girlfriend. That's kind of what she is to him. But, yeah, he gets taken in. He wants to be executed. He just wants to be done with this. But, of course, good old Gojo comes in and uh, keeps Yuta from being executed. Gets him to join uh the school be as a student as a first year and then that's when he goes in and meets everyone else Panda, Mika, Toge. Uh and <laughs> the, it's just the first meeting that you know is gonna go bad. When they do first meet him and like they can sense uh Rika, you know, they immediately try to attack him you know, or I guess try to attack Rika. And immediately just stand no chance so it just goes to show how powerful they are it's also just a really cool thing to see you know these three that are we already know from the original series to just you know be their first years but there's nothing like outstanding or phenomenal or anything cool about them being first years they still kind of just seem like themselves unless I missed something it was like okay your first years and then that's pretty much it Um, they do Put all the focus on Yuta. They don't seem um, exceptionally weaker. They don't. I mean of course they're not going to seem stronger. But seeing them in Jutsu Kaisen. It didn't seem like they were stronger there. So, which is I guess it's pretty much the same same thing. But yeah not too much really happens with those three. You do get a little bit of backstory. Especially they put quite a bit of focus on Mika. And I think there's supposed to be more. That went on. Or Maki I think keep saying Mika. Uh there was I think there was supposed to be more between Maki and Yuta in the manga. I'm not exactly sure if it ha- was or not. That definitely must feel like and even I think Panda was like oh, oh, oh look at these two and it, I don't know it kind of made sense but also with Rika that maybe that's why I keep saying Mika uh, Rika is this, you know, this overprotective, violent girlfriend role for Yuta, so it was kind of weird with Panda being like, oh yeah, Maki and Yuta, they could be a thing, because it's like, okay, well, if Ruka's here, they're not going to be a thing, that's not going to happen, but it could be, I don't know, um, also, going into this, I guess I because sh- I thought, I, I kind of vaguely remember them bringing up Yuta, for some reason, I thought. You- Oh, uh, wait. Maybe I should say... The, well, I'm saying, hold on to what I was just about to say. Until I get to the end. I'm jumping way ahead. Uh, I'll discuss what I thought was actually going to happen. After I actually say everything that happened. Because that would make a lot more sense. Okay. So, they do all this. Uh, and... How... Uh, just kind of become a part of the team. He's not very good at anything. Uh... He go. He does go on a mission with Maki. A kind of little test that Gojo kind of puts him on. Um, to save some kids out of school or whatever. And he does win. He finally gets to control Rika a little bit. Nothing too crazy. But... Yeah, he's just able to get her to fight and beat this other demon that ate them, ate the kids, ate Maki, uh, and just, yeah, that was it. It was pretty quick. I think this is where you see more of the backstory and relationship between Yuta and Rika, but yeah, it was pretty, just a taste to see how strong Rika would be against uh, these other i keep saying demons why are they these other ghosts akashi what hmm <laughs> i just realized i don't know what these things are actually Fine, are demons ayakashi ghosts i mean you know i never thought about it before i'm just gonna keep saying i don't know i don't know what they actually are are they demons Akashi? i don't know, spirits um yeah i'm gonna say spirits oh no that's embarrassing i' I just realized, I don't, I have no idea what they actually fight, or who it is? Oh no, um uh, but yeah, anyway, so it, that was just the way to get them to show off Mirika oh yeah, so Hmm. Next, they uh, Yuta starts training with a sword with Maki. Uh, This is especially where Panda starts to make his little teasing about between the two of them. And uh, time passes on. He's getting better. He's still nothing exceptional. Uh, And then they go. uh, We get to see Toge. Shuffle a little bit more, uh, even more than I think in the anim- the original anime series, uh, because Yuta and Toge go off on another mission, because Toge is like second class or something like that, he's, you know, a little higher level or whatever than Panda and Maki, I guess, so he's able to go out on missions on his own, but then you could to tag along just to get some more experience and do all this kind of stuff. Because it wasn't supposed to be a hard, uh, d- demon or whatever. It wasn't supposed to be a hard fight anyways. And they go, uh, you just, yeah, more fighting. I don't even, I, thinking about, like, the actual demons and what they were, uh, they go to, like, it looked like some kind of closed-down shopping district or mall or something, a mall that was supposed to happen or something like that. Uh... They fight. Of course, they do fine fighting it. Uh, You really get to see how much of a strain it is for Toge not to talk and (laughs) sushi ingredients. But it was still a cool fight anyways. I guess there wasn't anything exceptional about what they fought this time either. But this is just to introduce us to uh, Geto... Uh, who can't control other demons and stuff like this? So, you know, just more stuff to introduce us. All this stuff, yeah, it gives us a little bit more introduction to other characters and all this, but it's really just to, you know, set us up for the conclusion, which I guess is the whole point of any story, but it's more so very obvious in this. It's like, okay, th- they did this. It wasn't like it was that significant, and not like it did that much to really. Uh, strengthen you to you know, it kind of did, uh, but it's just a setup like this is where the story's going next, and we're just introducing this. This is just so you can see what's going on here and all this kind of stuff. And I mean, it does. We get introduced to Ghetto, uh, someone who was like friends or even in the same class or something like that with Gojo, but he wants all non sorcerers, all just regular people be killed and he does some kind of like i don't know if it's a scam or he actually does just do it I don't, to me he seems like the kind of person that would set up people getting possessed or cursed or whatever just so they would come to him and he can undo it um yeah he still hates non source sorcerers i don't even think hmm trying to think back i don't even know if there's really reason he does hate them so much, or he just wants to get rid of them, but yeah, he declares war on the school, and, you know, they have to prepare for it. of course, um, Ghetto and Gojo being friends, they kind of know each other, uh, but yeah, you know, all of this was because Ghetto saw Yuta, saw Rika, and saw how powerful Rika was, and he wants to get his hands on her, so, and what is always happens in like everything like this where they want to protect the person they always leave the person behind which makes sense but i don't know huh? i don't know if they if Ghetto made it really made it obvious or even said his intentions that what he actually wanted was yuta but obviously i guess he must have if they left him alone but then it's like They left him alone with like no protection at all. Of course he has Rika, but still. If the big bad guy is going to be coming after him, he's going to need someone. So they even have different prefectures and schools fighting. And which was cool because we get to see... What's the other school? Kyoto or whatever? I think it's the Kyoto school. I don't really remember school names or school locations. Probably should have. But you get to see more of those characters. Which is cool to see them back and doing whatever. Uh, but then eventually Gojo realizes what's really going on. He sends back the other three first years to go and try to protect Yuta and Rika until he can get back there. Because he's fighting this cool, other cool kind of character named Miguel. who's seems to the only other main one that's actually strong on Ghetto side and but yeah um, for some reason it takes you I guess Yuta and Riko are also trying to hide I don't know while Maki, Toge and Panda try to fight him off um oh wait I think did they leave Maki behind to protect him Maybe they might have left Monkey behind, uh, and then he sent back Togi and Panda because they were trying to get back inside of the barrier. So I think that's what happened. Monkey stayed behind, don't know why, uh, and then the other two come and try to help. But of course, those three get beaten terribly. Like, it was still cool, it was still some cool kind of fighting. But, yeah, they they didn't stand a chance at all. But this was enough to get Yuta to really get mad and uh, want to fight Ghetto and uh, Rika. He promises Rika, and he's like, um, if you, after a bunch of fighting, and a really cool fighting, you get to see how powerful Yuta actually can become. But he promises Rika, he's like, if you give me all your power or something, or give me all the power I, I, you can and i can take then he will give himself up to her so that she can move on but so this is assuming he's going to die um and he becomes insanely strong much i mean it's obvious he's like already much stronger than gethe pretty much uh and but i think hmm they do share power i think when he finally gives himself up Sorry if I'm getting all this mixed up. I'm trying to remember all this stuff from memory. Uh and how it all played out. But I'm, okay, so he was already really strong and fighting and using them sharing their power, which is really cool. And then when he said he'll give himself up, is for one final really strong attack to get up go against Ghetto. And it works. Uh but kind of. Ghetto like gets really fucked up. He gets like his arm blown off or something. Um, but he flees while well, I guess you to laser die or whatever. You don't you don't you don't really see immediately what happens. You get to see Ghetto flee and that's when Gojo shows up after everything's already over. He sees Ghetto. They have they kinda have like a little heart to heart. they used to be friends and all that. Uh, and then it seems like after everything was done Gojo kills ghetto It doesn't show it show, but kind of that's what it, it kind of makes you or leads you to believe, I guess I should say. And then you get to go back and, yeah, Yuta, Yuta's still alive. Uh, this whole time, Gojo has had people research into Yuta's past. Apparently, they're through a long line, uh, somewhat related. And Yuta comes from like one of the founding sorcerers or whatever something like that so so yuta's actually all on his own really strong and what i wasn't surprised about i don't really remember if i actually re- remember guessing it or not i'm gonna say no otherwise i would remember um uh yuta is actually the one that possessed rika or like forced rika to possess Utah. Utah didn't let rika go it wasn't that rika was possessing are cursing Yuta. Utah cursed Rika to stay with him. And of course so Rika doesn't take Yuta. You could finally lets Rika pass on now that he's realized this truth. And you know, happy ending and all this stuff. And Rika finally moves on. And Yuta's just a normal student. And it seems like everything worked out. Um now that's kind of the ending. And you know, it was like I think I mentioned earlier, but yeah, I heard that Yuta was supposed to be in the second season. Um, I thought Yuta was supposed to be dead because you didn't hear anything about it. I didn't exactly remember what Yuta was supposed to do or what was, went on with Yuta. But after after that credits and after credits scene, shows Yuta with this guy Miguel who was on Ghetto's side and I, I was like oh okay well Ghetto's not dead then. If Miguel's still alive and they're just chilling. Apparently Utah, the reason he's not with the rest of the second year is that he went to study abroad in Kenya with Miguel. Uh you know, the person Gojo was just fighting. So that and I didn't think it was actually gonna happen, but that pretty much means Ghetto's still alive. Got Gojo didn't kill. him. I don't know what Ghetto's gonna be doing. Now didn't say anything else about it, but if he still has this whole idea and he probably changed his mind about killing non sorcerers, seems like a weird thing to let go or whatever and just be on side but hey maybe there was some kind of revelation and they don't hate each other or he wants to be a good guy now I don't know it happens in anime all the time antagonist becomes bad guys and all this other kind of stuff okay Um, and I'm pretty sure all this happens in like just the first half of their school year too and I bring this up because uh, in the main series uh, oh, man, I'm blanking on names. This is why I'm bad at names. Um, In the main series, Yuji uh, is starting his first year there. So that means it's been like half a year, kind of, roughly half a year, since all this happened from when the anime starts. It's like, you don't hear anything about this at all unless they, like, hint at it or something, unless there was some kind of subtle thing that was going on about it, but yeah, you don't know anything about this, I mean, of course, like I said, you hear a little bit about Yuta, obviously not enough for me to remember what was actually going on, but, yeah, when does all this happen, when is all this going to go on, like, what the, there's just, it's a weird thing, and now there's this other big thing going on in the main Jujutsu Kaisen series with you know ug eating all these fingers and it's supposed to be a whole nother big disaster even though they had this huge battle that you think would have been big news that everyone should know about but no uh, it's just i guess it was just never brought up or maybe it did and i missed it that seems like something i would want to go back and rewatch watch to see if pick up on any kind of you know clues or foreshadowing or any of this kind of stuff but hey i don't know but that does kind of bring me to like okay so this is a Sequel to Jujutsu Kaisen series, should you yeah, should you watch Jujutsu Kaisen before watching Jujutsu Kaisen Zero? Uh, and I'll say no, you don't have to. It, of course, it's it could easily be a standalone film. You might not understand what's going on, but I don't think I don't think that matters that much. Uh, of course, watching Jujutsu Kaisen would be would be a lot more helpful in knowing who these characters are but i think it would be a cool unique experience to watch this first and then watch the series because that's how the manga came out so it'd be really cool to do it like that uh of course i can't say that. of course i watched the anime series first and then watched the film but i wish i would have re-watched this series before watching the film and that then that makes me skeptical like maybe you do need to see it i, don't know, I feel it's like one of those like easter egg things like if you watch the series you'll be able to spot all these other things in the film so maybe you don't need to oh no of course i can't go back and erase my memory of what either was like to test it it would be cool though maybe i should now that i watch the film I'll go rewatch Jujutsu kaisen because then the second season is going to be coming out and i'll need a I feel like I want to rewatch it for that too, because obviously I don't remember everything perfectly from memory But it would have been really cool and now that we saw the after credit scene uh, We can't expect to see took again because Gojo went to get him uh, And but then we also saw Miguel there So that means we can constantly see, expect to see Ghetto probably in this next season and a whole lot of other stuff coming up While also the plot of Jujutsu Kaisen continues with whatever it was doing it's weird how long it's been. It hasn't been that long. I don't know what I'm saying. It hasn't even been that long. I'm just kind of forgetting everything. Well, it's been a little over a year since uh, the anime started, right? When did it start? Oh, I don't know. I'm dumb. Uh, yeah, it's just been a little over a year. Maybe a year and a half at this point. Whew. So, I'm looking forward to the second season. I think it would be really cool to see Yuta back now without Rekup and see how strong he actually is just all on his own because like I said, he's a descendant from like one of the founders or whatever. He's like somewhat related to Gojo, he's supposed to be all stuff. and then seeing him again and all these other people that Ghetto was associated with coming back. It's going to be awesome, it's going to be crazy. But as far as like my overall take, and I, think, you know, I think I said it briefly at the beginning, this movie Probably one of the better anime films I've seen in a while. Uh, I wasn't crazy about the last Sora Online film. Uh, My Hero Academia was a little bit of a letdown, it wasn't as cool as the second one. And then Demon Slayer, even though I liked the movie, uh, I don't understand why it was like it became such a hit. I don't know why this Jujutsu Kaisen Zero film was not even more popular than Demon Slayer because, in my opinion, it is so much better. It's a lot better well done, a lot cool action, and you get to know the characters a lot more. Uh, It's standalone. It can be a standalone. You don't have to even watch the rest of the series for it to still be a good movie. Yeah, it's, well it's not as long. It's not as long as Mugen Train, but you know, it's close. And Mugen Train, the thing that really let me down is the fact that it was turned into kind of a sea, like a series season before the Entertainment District art came out in the anime. And they added an episode to, just to get to know the Flame shira better. And it's like, this is what was missing from the film. This is what would made the film a lot better to me. So now it makes me wonder if Jujutsu Kaisen Zero could have had like a whole season to itself. And it probably could have But, I guess uh, this movie is good enough because I already said in the beginning, the manga it was based off of only four chapters, really short. I'm sure they could have turned it into a series and make it a little, add some more stuff to it. They could have done that. But I guess it's not really necessary. Um, I feel like this one, for once, is, does actually fit better. Because I think Mugen Train was, took up, like, almost two volumes or something. Hmm... So, I don't know. It worked out. But this one could still, and they might still do it. Uh, I think Crunchyroll has a license to this. So, want, the movie will probably pop up on Crunchyroll in the future. And they could still turn it into, like, episodes before the second season comes out. Because they do that with all kinds of stuff already. So, it wouldn't be surprising if they do that. And But, hey, if they do that and they want to add a little bit more to it, I'm all down. I'll definitely rewatch it, just like I did with Mugen Train. I'm all for that. I still prefer series over films, uh, which is crazy that I'm doing anime podcasts on films and not really series. Uh, it's just easier to sit around a drink, too, I guess, in a more contained time. So I guess I can't complain that much. But I, know, I guess what is that? An hour and forty minutes? That'd be about uh, you could do three, four, five episodes ish. About five, six, maybe if you really want to stretch it. You do about six episodes, I think. Mooga Train was seven or eight, I don't remember. But yeah, my favorite if I before I finish, I guess my favorite part would have to just be I guess the final battle between Yuta and Ghetto because that was really cool. And just seeing how strong he got in kind of a quick time, uh, it was just. A lot of cool action stuff really well done the animation was great uh i don't know if i can say anything about the music i don't really remember anything about music i'm pretty sure it was cool if i remember correctly it's because i know the rest of the anime series the music is really cool oh actually going into this this is completely related, so I guess you don't have to pay attention to this. I'm trying to get myself pumped, before I was going in to see a movie, I was listening to like a Jujutsu Kaisen playlist or whatever, and I was like, yeah, go and listen to the music get me pumped. And I was doing it while I was working, and it's like, they didn't play any music, it just went to some podcast that was in Japanese. I couldn't even listen to the music, and I gave up on it, because while I'm working, I don't have time to sit and uh, search through each song and a podcast came on and it was in japanese and i couldn't even read subtitles to help me better understand what they were talking about so i just gave up on listening to that podcast and i couldn't listen to the music so, so that's the sad part of this whole thing i guess oh no uh thing. so yeah i can't talk about the music even though i should be a music person but i'm gonna say it was probably really cool i'm gonna say from guessing and how cool the animation and the fight scenes and everything everything was i'm gonna say the music fit well it was really cool if obviously it obviously wasn't bad otherwise i would remember that part for sure but yeah everything was good everything was a-okay i don't know but yeah um so yeah that's Pretty much all I have to say, without me just rambling about other random stuff, I'm trying to think if if there was anything I left out. The final fight was cool. Uh, We got to see the like war or whatever was really cool to see a lot of cool stuff going on in that, especially seeing Goju fight like always is really cool. Which I really didn't even touch on war. Besides, again, see the other school characters come back and all that. Uh, You kind of get to see some more of the faculty I guess a little bit oh one thing I was disappointed about is not hearing anything about the second years of the film and which would be would have been the third years in the regular series I think that's because I don't know I haven't read any of the manga at all but from things I've seen and heard it's because the second slash third years uh, did something, that him kicked out or whatever, or they left, I don't know, they're not around, and I was hoping to see at least something, or hear something about them in this movie, you just don't, but, so that was a little disappointing, but it's fine, uh, I've, I'm sure they're going to be mentioned or brought up, something's going to have to bring them back, but it's kind of like that with a lot of school-related anime, you don't really hear about other people from the other grades that much, the fact that they bring in the second year's when they do in Jujutsu Kaisen, the main anime shoes is already unique. I mean, My Hero Academia did that a little bit with only three characters. But I guess it's technically only three in here too. Yeah, Skoi I don't really do that that much. But in real life, I mean, you have interactions with the upper class and all that stuff, all the time. So it's weird that maybe it's just not like that in Japan. Maybe they do keep them, like, really separated like that that much by grade and years or whatever so yeah that was my only complaint and that has nothing it, if it wasn't originally the story or whatever i just was that's just me wanting to know more uh, just like how i want a longer thing but that's fine i'm not going to get back into that but yeah that's all i really have to say now i guess uh i really want to get the manga and read more of this especially if i can get that first volume that'd be cool but yeah the Second season is supposed to come out in 2023. So it's still quite a bit of a wait. Oh, dang. And yeah, this, since this came out pretty much at the beginning of the year, maybe they could wait a little longer to put this movie out. Well, let's see. No, it's been a year. It's been over a year since the anime stock and the first season ended since this movie came out in English, at least. So I guess it, the pace and commerce works out. I don't know. Anyways, uh, yeah, I'm going to look forward to all that. But, yeah, um, hey, if you've seen this, or you want to see this, or if you haven't seen it yet, well, sorry, I spoiled everything for you pretty much. I feel like I didn't get in too much detail. Um, Even if you know what happens, seeing it, I feel like it would still feel like a whole different thing, because I was pretty vague. I'll try and be somewhat, uh nice and not get too in detail also because you don't need to hear the details from me when you could just see it um, i don't know when this is going to be out theaters and like on control or like somewhere else you can uh buy or watch or stream it legally uh so you might have to wait if you didn't catch in theaters i'm not even 100 sure if it's out theaters yet. i just assumed it was because it's been a couple weeks, but yeah. If you have seen it and you liked it and you want to talk more about it, uh, yeah, find some way to tell me about it. Uh, if you're on something that you can comment, uh, comment what you liked about, it, or you can get hit me up on some of my social medias. It's also dac stories um or the underscore ac underscore stories on instagram the ac stories on everything else or you can email me if you're one of those type of people uh which is the stories at gmail.com or really anything i've claimed a lot of emails too that are also the ac stories i try to claim anything i can that's the AC stories just remember that the ac stories on one word t-h-e-a-c-s-t-o-r-i-e-s the AC stories that's a me but yeah let me know what you thought. And if you did like hearing me just talk and talk and talk about a lot of alcohol, I feel like I talked almost more about alcohol than anything else I kept bringing up. But which comes to think, I don't know if there was any alcohol even in this. I'm sure somebody drank somewhere. I just don't remember. Uh, but yeah, uh, if you like this, uh, if you can, wherever you're listening to on it, go ahead and like. And if it's something you can follow or subscribe to or whatever, go ahead and subscribe to it too if you want to. But yeah, thanks so much to, for listening to this. Uh, I like doing it. I like drinking, watch anime. That's why I do this. But yeah, uh, until next time, I am D.A.C. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>